0: Hello, good good morning, good evening, wherever you are. We are live, we are worldwide. My name is Travis, this is Oscar Mike Radio number 216. December 3rd, yes, we kind of had to be super gummy, but okay. And I'm joined by the man, the future myth, and definitely legend now, Air Force veteran Mike Starr of Blazing Star Barbecue. Mike, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio.
1: Thanks for having me. I was glad to be on here.
0: Well, so again, folks, kind of like a couple other guests I've had on, I met Mike through James Van Puren's uh, Veteran Business Hour and then got to know Mike and his story. And then I got to try, I got some of Mike's uh, you know, barbecue sauce and pork rub and rubs. And a harmonious relationship has taken place. And I, I want to get you know, what this man is doing because you talk about special sauce, Mike has it. so just briefly for us Mike if you would just kind of tell us where you're coming from you know what did you how, what did you do in the military and then we'll go into you know what you're doing now if you would
1: yeah definitely. uh thanks for having me again uh so you know I'm originally from North Carolina uh 1994 I joined the Air Force had no clue what I wanted to do in life so it sounded like a great idea joined uh, became a satellite wideband communications uh, uh, maintainer and operator. Uh, first this duty assignment was uh, uh, Holloman Air Force Base in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Did a little stint there went to Germany for three years uh, after there uh, or I, well, I was doing mobile comm there and then I went to an airborne position uh, at Offutt Air Force Base Nebraska where I was a part of that E-4B National Airborne Operations Center or also known as uh, uh, Airborne Pentagon. So pretty cool, pretty slick job there. And then I went to the data mass world uh, in Las Vegas, uh, worked out in Las Vegas for 10 years with a stint in Korea, uh, one year in between that 10 year period before I finished up in uh, 2015. Uh, That's pretty much my military career. I challenged coin business for about eight years. Uh, Started an Asian market with me and my wife right before I finished up in the military. Did that for about a year and a half where I cooked a lot of Asian barbecue. And then, uh, then I decided that didn't work too well and I needed to get a regular job again. So I got a regular job working as a telecommunications technician. And then earlier this year, an opportunity came about where a restaurant in Vegas wanted to use my barbecue sauce and I was like sure why not got some good feedback on it and then right about COVID hit time frame I started uh, like producing samples and putting it out there and people were asking about it I was like okay so then I created the business started selling the products and here I am now, I have two sauces out that are officially been uh, uh, bottled uh, with the shed barbecue down in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And they're working on my four barbecue rubs right now as we speak and hope to have those uh, mass produced by the end of this year with a Amazon launch the first of January.
0: Well, I'll tell you, man, um... It was interesting to me because, you know, I, I think of myself as a carnivore. In fact, you know, I, I, I did a little live stream for uh, John Stacey's a Super Savage, uh, Savage Blue prototype test. And I'm sitting there eating it. I'm like, I can't remember the last time I actually had vegetables. That, <laughs> that's how much, much of a meat eater I am. And I love your shirt, by the way. That That is yeah. savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: little cheeseburger dressed up as a carrot.
0: There you go. There you go. (laughs) But man, Mike barbecue is not just another form of food. Barbecue to me is a religion. It's a way of life. It's, it's an attitude like for the people who really embrace barbecue, it's their thing. So, you know, what did, what went into your sauces and rubs that made you say I've more than the restaurant, you know, it's one thing for one restaurant to like your stuff, but what? Right. What was the that Said, you know what? This is good. I've got this. Let's do this because this is not. Some people are entrenched. They'll only use the, either their homemade or their favorite store-bought brand. And if you're in Carolina, right? I mean, so
1: yeah, sure. Uh, how did you I'm, do that? Honestly, it, it it comes from my and I put it on my bottle. I put it on there. I, I say, bringing. Barbecue flavors from my world travels to your backyard. When I say that, I mean, you know, with my, my experience in the military, I traveled all over the world uh, and had barbecue from whether it be North Carolina, Georgia, Kansas City, Memphis, Texas. And then now let's take it overseas to Germany, case uh,
0: uh, Korea. What? Japanese. Oh, stop! 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 You're yeah. saying Germans do barbecue?
1: Oh yeah, they have their own what? barbecue. They actually have like a Schwank grill is what they call it. Uh, and the guy that actually is the running the grill, like we call a pitmaster, right? They call him a Schwanker. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny sounding, but it's true. You know, so I mean, I had so much barbecue, man. Honestly, I got. A barbecue has kind of always been my thing where uh you have your shop barbecues you know your squadron barbecues and stuff like that right, i was a right. guy that volunteered to run the grill and then just after a while it's was like oh it was just understood that i was going to be the one barbecuing and well,
0: yeah. uh, once you find the dude you are right. the
1: dude yeah for the most part so, uh, you know i would smell after a shop a barbecue a squadron barbecue i'd smell like you know barbecue for a couple of days, but I enjoy that smell, that ode to barbecue smell.
0: <laughs> so this hasn't been like, it wasn't like you just were sitting there in the desert and said, no, I'm going to make barbecue. This has been a lifelong thing from childhood to your worldwide travels to now.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of it come from, you know, I would go travel somewhere and I would have something amazing. I'd be like, man. I want to have that. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Right. So then you, you had to, you had no choice. It's like you either don't have it or you recreate it yourself. Right. So that's what I'd find myself doing, trying to, you know, duplicate some of the stuff that I've tasted along my travels. And then, you know, just started creating stuff on my own, whether it be rubs or or sauces, because I couldn't duplicate that. I couldn't go to a, a, a restaurant in the States and find it. I couldn't go to, a store and just pick up the seasoning that was like, Oh, okay. That was going to do it. So I just started experimenting and playing around with it. And uh, you know, the sauces, like I said, I've kind of been making them for years and people would tell me stuff, but you know, those are your friends, you know, right, but Then right. you start putting it out there and then next thing you know, you get somebody from Texas order your barbecue sauce and they go, wow, I didn't think I would ever like any other sauce outside of Texas, you know, or something like that, you know, you start getting that feedback and you're like, wow, okay, maybe I got something here.
0: Well, for me, um, you know, one of the, the coolest things about doing this show is meeting people like, you know, Travis Arnold, meeting people like John Stacy, Curry with Simper Savage and then talking and, and meeting you. And we've been talking for a while now before we, the this show came on about, you know, doing this and, and a lot of that stuff that you just talked about but, um, you know, for me, you know, for my stuff, when I grill it or use the Ninja foodie Grills, what I do because of, of where I live, yeah. I, it's always done with 20 Sachery's. That's been my go-to thing. I, I, and I wouldn't really do anything else. And I would go to the store and not really think about the the sauce. I just, okay, it's there. It's on sale and grab it. Right. So when I try your stuff, I'm like, kind of like with Simper Savage, man, your stuff has flavor. I don't know if that means anything to you, uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm not a barbecue aficionado by any chance. I am a carnivore, but I'm like, the two things that came to mind is, one, I had a lot of flavor in the rub and the sauce, and unlike other store-bought brands that I would buy at the local you know grocery store, I didn't need a lot of it to get that flavor, right. so- I don't know how other people have given you feedback, but does that fall in line with what you know about your product? I'm sure you do, but I'm just, that's my feedback at a very high level.
1: It's not stuff that I expected early on. You know, I was just like, you just think about it yourself, but then you start getting that feedback and and people telling me like, man, I use your rubs, like on everything, you know stuff that i wouldn't even i, I 't even thought about i'm like, wow, I'd never thought about that like okay, cool i'm gonna have to try that, but you know, I think with my rubs uh the way I made my rubs it's funny because I feel like you don't need a sauce with my rubs, but I want you to buy my sauce also, you know at the same time frame, the sauce itself, I feel like it's 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 something that'll stand up on its own it's going bri- to and you don't have to just put it on chicken or or, or pork you are just your standard stuff i mean people i have people that dip it you know in pizza or you know throw it on a taco you know or something like that and you're like okay wow i like that that sounds good i'm going to try that
0: so in this the full disclosure i use my litmus test is lamb chops or, or lamb, lamb cutlets. And, and um, if I'm even saying that right. And I did anything I try new is done there because lamb has a very unique taste that it I actually love. And the sauce kicked it up a, a couple notches. And again, I, I didn't have to use a lot of it. I, I just, I usually have to douse the, the meat with the sauce and let it sit there for a couple hours. You know, my test is, okay, I shouldn't have to do that or I don't want to do that. So, I lightly coated it and let it sit there for a good three hours and now put it in the grill. And, like, it brought out a nice flavor. I mean, it was that smoky sweetness that I'm looking for in barbecue. For um, the rub, I've done two things with the rub. The first thing I did is I combined it with, uh, again, John Stacy's Stacey's uh, Simper Savage, Savage Blue prototype. Yeah. And my steak in there. That's nice. love. I call that blazing savage. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to trademark that for you both and make it blazing savage.
1: Yeah. There's some pretty slick combos out there with our products and products. So I love seeing that.
0: And one thing I'm doing right now, it's, it's happening right now. If I could break my camera into the kitchen, I made my my chili that my boys tear through and I seasoned it with the rub. Nice. So I, I made the chili, put it in the crock pot for four and a half hours, and I put the rub like heavily in there to see what would happen. And I'm, I'm expecting it to really bring something different that they'll love because when I put your uh, rub on steak, that stuff was gone in minutes. So I'm like, wait a minute, where's, where's my where's my plate? It was gone, dude. So it's really, you know, cool to have that um, sensation in your products, man. So I think my next thing I want to talk about is you're doing all this and you're you're growing your business and you're growing your business in one of the worst like business climates ever with COVID-19. How have you, how have you managed that?
1: Honestly, man, I just kind of looked at it as an opportunity to take advantage of everybody kind of. Being in a pause, so to speak, you know, where I'm like, "No, oh, no reason to, and I think also the beneficial of people being at home and and cooking from home more because they're not going out to eat and stuff like that too, at the same time frame has made it beneficial for my products to rise because people are like, Oh, yeah, let me try that, that's something new. Let me give it a try, and then next thing you know, they're just you know. People are posting stuff left and right, and then other people that are sitting at home because now people are are on Instagram all day or on TikTok all day because they ain't got nothing going on, and they're like seeing this blazing star logo pop up like constantly. And fire, like, by
0: the way, we'll talk about like, the logo <laughs> That's fire.
1: Yeah, I try to make it uh,
0: pop. So absolutely, absolutely, and I think I think. I think it's kind of funny, you know, uh, you've talked we've seen Heather Hargrove in the groups before. And, you know, one thing yep. she preaches to everybody is launch, 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 launch. And, and you know, there'd be some people you know, a lot smarter than me say, well, hold back, you know, don't do it right now. It's not good, but you did do that. And, you know, folks, you got to check out his Instagram. We'll have the, um, uh, you're going to see the Instagram, you know, uh, link below this, uh, during the show and in the post, his instagram is blowing up like people really do are, are embracing this so you're doing this during COVID 19 you're getting hits the ig is lit i gotta yeah, talk about sure. your logo for a second because that thing stands out like there's no mistaking what you are with that logo did you did you make that yourself and come up with that idea No, i,
1: uh, I have a graphic designer that's worked with me for like eight years uh, like i said this is not my first business adventure and everything i do i have so many that i i i create uh but never like take it to launch so to speak you know uh whether it be everything has of course my last name is star right so everything i do i incorporate a star in it right so whether it be for my challenge coin business which was called challenge coin stars my Asian market that was called Asian star market, you know, I had uh, uh, aspirations of doing drones. I had drone star vision. Uh, uh, I was even (laughs) looking to become a a dive master. So I had scuba stars of ventures. So anyways, every time I do something, I actually, before I even like start a business or something like that, I have a logo design I I purchased the website. I purchased the, the, so get, I mean, I go out and grab all the social media and I start branding it right away and then just see what kind of attention it gets. And then if it really starts taking attention, then I go, okay, maybe I got something, let's roll with it. And that's kind of what happened here. And uh, yeah.
0: So what would you tell somebody who's like, like me, like another person who's thinking about starting their own business, civilian or military, you, right. you know, you know, even before you get to the, the, the website, you know, domain name, you know, allocation so on and so forth, you know, what, what, how do you summarize your business advice?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, you have to, like anything, you have to believe in it yourself because if you don't believe in it, then how can you push it? Uh, so it starts with that. Then, you know, you put your own fillers out there to see if it's something else, that's if others are interested in it. And if so, you know, go for it. Because at the end of the day, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, you can make calculated decisions. You could invest money, small portions of money, and then make baby steps. And as you grow, I mean, you'll, you'll, whether it be your cards, you get your cards out there and they start... Uh, selling, then next thing you know, you have money to reinvest into it. And then and you just keep doing that. You just keep, you know, taking that money. Don't pay yourself, you know, reinvest and just keep doing it. Uh, you just got to go for it. And it, you've got to grind, you know, no matter what, I mean, I have a full-time job. Uh, and then at the same time frame, I can't stop. As soon as I get home, I got to roll with it. You know, I got to come up with plans and things that I need to do, you know, on, on my off time. So you have to be fully dedicated to it uh, also.
0: So it's a different mindset. You know, I I think some people think they're going to start a business and three months later, they're going to have a legion of people at their beck and call. And they're going to be able to sit back and do what they want to do. And I think, I think you're right. I've seen it with, uh, you know, other people is there is the grind. Like you're not sitting there on on a Sunday afternoon watching football you're either working on your business or taking care of business and it's a different mindset, right?
1: Yep. For sure. I mean, uh, people that know me, it's funny before this, I'm I'm a diehard uh, Panthers football player, uh, football uh, fan. And if I didn't have this screen back here, I'd show you my memorabilia collection and stuff. But uh, anyways, I've, I've hardly watched any football this year. uh, And it's, it's it's all because my concentration has been on this business. Everything I do, everything I think of, every opportunity I get, I put it towards the business. You know, my wife, you know, she'll complain a little bit, but she knows, she sees, I mean, she she's seen me do this multiple times and knows that, you know, there's a, you have to dedicate your time for it, you know, but at the same time frame, you got to fit in the family and everything else too, which I'm trying to incorporate with traveling and stuff like that with my barbecue
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of travel, man, you you got this, I mean, kick-ass smoker that's like, you know, blazing barbecue brand, man. That thing was awesome. I'm going to show a picture here in a second, you know, um, know, over this. But uh, what was that like, getting that thing? That was awesome.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. It's something, honestly, it's been a dream of mine forever uh, to have something like this smoker. So I finally got to a point where you know things were going good with the business, and I'm like, you know what? What better way for me to promote my product if I could have this badass, excuse my language, no, no, no,
0: it is badass. Pit,
1: uh, that I could cook on and promote my products with. So I said, okay, you know what? Let's do it. Let's invest the money and have one built. And so that's what I did. I had one built out in California. Uh, The guy took, I put a down payment on it. So he did it in about two months. And I picked it up, uh, it's been about three weeks ago, I think. So uh, I'm actually cooking on it right now as we speak.
0: I was going to ask, did you get a chance to use it yet?
1: Yeah, uh, this is my third uh, cook on it. I'm kind of, I think I've got it all dialed in now, which is, that's why I cook today. You know, on it one more time because I got to be ready for big old turkey day on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be having a little get together, and we're I'm gonna have two turkeys, um, a ham, a brisket, and a pork shoulder. Oh. So it's gonna be a one heck of a feast.
0: Hey, I'm, ch- I'm checking flights to Vegas right now. I'm just making sure that I, <laughs> I can
1: get... got space for you.
0: Well, I'll make space for certain. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned Amazon at the beginning of our conversation. Uh, I'm really interested. What prompted you to take your product from, you know, this kind of, you know, bootstrap upstart phase to getting involved with Amazon? What's What's that been like?
1: So in my challenge coin business, I actually used Amazon before, but I haven't used them in a long time frame. And it wasn't actually until... Uh, I got involved with a group on, you know, the veterans in business with James, uh, and they introduced me into, uh, Amazon has a military entrepreneurship program, and uh, anyway, so I kind of got involved with that, and looking to launch, but they really sat down with me, Uh, they had a representative for Amazon that sat down with me and really talked about, like, the best way to set up your Amazon account. To get more attention and and at the same time frame, I mean, with well, my website, uh, I have to depend on people finding me, word of mouth and stuff like that. But at Amazon, I'm going to be hit with instantly, right in the front of 150 million shoppers instantly. Uh, so if I can get my products in Amazon get my pictures, videos, everything, make it look top-notch professional. So when they're scrolling and they see my products, they go, wow, look at this. This looks interesting. Let me try this out. And then hopefully start getting some of the same reviews that I'm getting on my website and getting in Google on Amazon. Because if I get that, then bam, I mean, how can I, I start going from my distributor uh, having a pallet delivered directly to Amazon's distribution center and I don't do anything but answer messages, uh, no shipping or anything like that. Even on my website, I'll have a, uh, buy it on Amazon, you know, instead of buying it directly from me, you can buy it directly from Amazon and have it, you know, next day or two days, whatever. And, uh, really as a business standpoint, it just makes sense. The percentage that Amazon's taking, they're only taking 15%. Uh, that 15% <clears throat> is is not that much when you start talk, talking about the time and uh, everything else that I have to invest into doing the shipping and everything else myself.
0: So I'm, I'm sitting there listening to this, and it makes perfect sense, right? But I guess my question would be, so you're selling a pallet of stuff right now. What happens, say, in – March when it gets warmer, people are outside. You know, really again. When you go from a couple pallets to say like a thousand pallets,
1: (laughs) that would be insanity. I I I don't even know what to think about it. But I know this: uh, the best way to me to get to that point is going through Amazon. Gotcha. Uh, So you know, doing it out of my house it ain't going to happen. Right. Cause me personally as a one man show or anything like that, I can't make it happen, but that's the beauty of Amazon is they can put it in front of the people you're trying to reach instantly. You know, people love being able to order something click. And then the next day it shows up at their house.
0: True, true, true. So, so like,
1: living right now, the, the pandemic world where, you know, you don't even know if you can go to the grocery
0: store and get what you want. True. Awesome. So you have this product that you've been working on pretty much, it sounds like, all your life. And you've been to different parts of the world. What's that? Is Schwenker, is that what the German pit is called? Yeah. So yep. you've been to Germany and had barbecue in Germany. I learned something every day. I didn't know they, the Germans even like barbecue. So <laughs> that, that, that's cool to know. You, you really... And the thing is, folks, when you, when you see you know, Mike on these veterans groups talking about, you know, business practices and so on and so forth. You don't just get the business end of it, which you do. There's a real like passion for his product. And I think that's the thing that I'm learning from you with this conversation and our other talks is no matter what I do, whether it's Oscar Mike radio or the, 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 the card thing I'm trying to do, you know, drink greens, USA, you, you have to come at it with authentic passion and, Otherwise, why, why am I going to buy it, right? If, if you're not going to engage with your audience, you know, why would I buy this, Mike?
1: I, I agree. I, I, I found, uh, I listened to somebody, it's been a while back, and it was actually uh, the own, one of the owners of the Shed Barbecue. And uh, it was brother and sister, Brad and Brooke. Uh, Brooke, she actually said, she goes, you got to tell your story. Uh, if you don't tell your story, then people don't know anything about it, you know? So yeah, authentic. you know, being authentic and, and being passionate about whatever you're doing is honestly the most important thing you can do.
0: So besides Amazon, it's my understanding you have new product coming out also in the early part of 2021. What are those new products? Because I have the two sauces myself, and then I got yep. the original rub and the pork rub. Um, I used the original rub in my chili today. So what else is coming out flavor-wise from Blazing Star?
1: So the two primary things I'm working on for sure is I have a, a, an Asian bang sauce that I plan on uh, putting out there, hopefully by February, March time frame. Uh, I'm trying to get the the rubs squared away right now with the yeah. packing uh, company. And then as soon as that's done, then I can put my full concentration on that. And I'm also working on a keto-friendly version of my original barbecue sauce. Uh, you know, obviously in the uh, today of health-conscious people, you know, having, you know, that keto-friendly sauce. I've been requested multiple times. You know, I've researched a lot of products that I think that I can use to make that happen. It's going to be a challenge, but it's one that I really want to do. I want to make happen. I have two keto-friendly rubs with my all-purpose rub and my beef rub. They're both keto-friendly. So I'd like to go ahead and offer, be able to offer a keto-friendly sauce that's going to bring some really nice flavors.
0: So with keto-friendly, because I don't know much, but it's my understanding that barbecue sauce has either a heavy brown sugar base. I mean,
1: yep, honey, brown sugar, or molasses. I mean, I don't care what barbecue sauce company you go with. They're going to have one of those three or a combination of those three. You know, so, yeah, I've, I've definitely got a, a challenge ahead of me, but I think I can make it happen.
0: Well, I mean, when I when I hit your sauce, I just hit a couple extra – warm-up attempts on my uh, train regime and just say, you know, it's the price of doing business. Uh, right. One thing I want to tell you, uh, Mike, before we adjourn as our time ends down, is you did something special for, uh, you know, a group I'm with called the Mass Hole Marines. And, you know, uh, on behalf of Rob Montmini and the rest of the Mass Holes up here, uh, we'd like to say thank you for what you did for us because it really, you know, helped us, you know, hit our goals with what we were trying to do. And, um, we hope that, you know, that we appreciated it a lot and, um, uh,
1: that that means a lot. I mean, I'm glad I was able to be in a position to help out. I want to do more and more of that. Uh, I've been uh, working on sending some care packages over our troops overseas and stuff like that too. So anybody that wants to donate, you know, to do that, they're more than welcome to purchase, you know, uh, some of my products and I'll ship them over (laughs) you know, to any place, uh, veterans in need, uh, or any other organization I'm want to help out as much as I can.
0: Well, it was, it was appreciated. And, uh, we certainly thank you for that. And, you know, um, when, when this stuff hits Amazon, like with uh, Travis Arnold, who's, who's getting ready to do his stuff on Amazon with a uh, case on shaving company, I definitely want to have you on and talk about that experience because, um, there's a lot of us who are trying to do that. And, you know, I'm not in position to do that yet, but uh, for those that are there, there there's a feeling of trepidation, like, you know, we're getting ready to hit the button and boy, once we do look out for sure. So I'm going to, you know, let people know how the chili worked out with your pork rub and uh, kind of like with uh, John and Stacy, you're going to see a couple videos drop between now and when this show drops of, of the rub and the sauce being oh, used because uh, I love it.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate all the support, too.
0: Well, absolutely, man. I mean, I'd rather uh, be doing, uh, you know, for my money behind something like this than uh, going to the store. It's not that much more money. In fact, it's pretty much the same. So I'd rather buy from somebody like yourself than from some corporation I don't know. It's just me being me at this stage. So, folks, I'm going to have the link. What's the website people can go to learn more about your uh, product, uh, Mike?
1: Yeah, you can go to BlazingStarBBQ.com or follow me on social media at at BlazingStarBBQ.
0: Awesome, awesome. You just saw that flash up on the screen. It's good stuff. I would know because I love meat. Uh, I can't remember the last time I really had vegetables. I guess it's a bad thing. I don't know how I'm still alive, but uh, (laughs) fake vegan, baby. Fake vegan for sure. <laughs> Nothing against vegans, but I, I'm sorry. I just can't do it.
1: We love you. just, we love our meat more.
0: Precisely. That's it. That's it. Well, this is um, number uh, 216, winding down. Uh, this is Christmas month. It's December 3rd. You can still get some barbecue rubs and sauces for the person who is the, the grill master in your life and by going to BlazingStarBBQ.com, and uh, I promise you it's good. So, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to see what 2021 brings for you. And uh, I'm going to lead my stuff, including this show, with authentic passion. Appreciate it, brother.
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, this is Travis uh, with Oscar Mike Radio. I have my guest, Mike Starr with Blazing Star Barbecue. We are mission in flight.